Yo. What up? What up, Dad? You know what's funny? I, I brought this up on the show today that if we want to, st- and we talked about this on the Sirius show years ago, that I always said that you should have been in a doo-wop group. And <laughs> and I was, I, I said today that I think they should bring back doo-wop groups to the ghetto to end gang violence. And think about it. If everyone was so into being in a doo-wop group, you wouldn't have time to kill people. Hey, I don't think that you understand that in the ghetto, there wasn't like, you, you wouldn't just stand across the street and see seven, like, seven different groups of people around a lit garbage can and see doo-wop. That's not how it was? No. I think it was just <laughs> like, it was like boys to men, like, dude, dude, like, a couple guys, like, that could sing, got pulled into a record company. It wasn't like everybody just going around snapping fingers, harmonizing, and... There weren't sing-offs? Like, if, if there were issues, right, there right. weren't sing-offs? No, and record execs were just driving down block to block, going, oh, these guys, they really have it. Oh, I see that you have a little bass in your voice. Would you be interested in being a baritone? <laughs> yes, I would. Yeah, no, I never thought about it, dog. You would have been great like bass. Those, like, like in those days, they would send box beats to my mom to, like, to persuade <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Levy. We'd like to inquire about your son, Daniel, about joining our group, the Baritones. Mom, I really want to join. <laughs> For your consideration, I am giving you a box of bone-in ribeyes. <laughs> but that would be funny, just like the way that if they went door-to-door to your house, just imagine if some guy with, like, a pink suit went knocked on the door. Hello, ma'am. I'd like to speak to you about your son, Levert. I'd like for him to join my doo-wop group. Yeah, mom. Yo, I really want to get in this. All the kids in school doing it. You don't think that it would be huge? I I don't think it was ever huge. And it Dude, was what, wait, what? Doo-wop was the biggest thing ever at one point. It was big, but it wasn't big enough where it was like a college recruitment. It was. It wasn't like it wasn't like somebody going to like LeBron James' son store and going like, "Hey, this is Duke. We want to sign you now." <laughs> there has to be so, if you get all the kids involved in something. Yeah, it has to be something like that. Where if there is a problem, they'd be like, "All right, dude, let's do this." Oh my god, damn, he just outspoke you on that song. Damn. Like and a singer. And then all it's gonna take is for somebody to go, well, he's not gonna be able to sing better than me with a couple of portals in his chest. <laughs> exactly. You're right. Then and yeah, at some point you're right. It, it it it'll get to that point where they bring back the guns. Exactly. Because then it then it turns into gangster rap all over again. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to present the old uh the old Miller. From the Diplomats and Dan Levy from the Baritones, and then it, base, and base. Of course, you have the deepest voice. So here, I, I, you're, you you go do 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 do. First, we'd like. Well, hang on, here. let me introduce you properly. First, we'd like to bring up to the stage the bass voice of the Baritones, Dan Levy. Do 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 do. Very good, Mister Levy. Now. He's Cliff Miller from The Diplomats. Do, 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 do. The winner, Dan Levy. Oh, fuck that motherfucker! 
<laughs> man, that you can wait. That that piece of shit just took me out. Well, I believe you can now refer to him as the dearly departed. <laughs> you know that that piece of shit, Dan Levy. This <laughs> mother, <laughs> brace yourself, bitch. <laughs> Eat a dick. They're gonna bring back machine guns, not just yeah. regular. Guns. <laughs> and then they play the uh, that same recording like they did on La Bamba. Yeah, two op sensation feed on Dan Bass Levy was gunned down today. <laughs> Bass voice of the baritones, Daniel Levy, found dead. <laughs> on 37th and Cottage Grove in Chicago, Illinois. Dan Levy and the Baritones, known for the songs The Summer Has Come. Oh, how bright it is outside. Summertime in the city. And of course, their biggest hit, Summer Breeze. We will always remember Dan Levy <laughs> and the Baritones. Dan Levy dead. At the age of 36. Once again. Dan Levy. From Dan. Heathcliff Miller. From the Diplomats. Is the <laughs> prime suspect. For this murder. <laughs> no further details. Have been issued. As of right now. We will take the story. <laughs> All evening long. <laughs> so, base, have you been in that elevator here at the NBC Tower that goes downstairs to the parking garage? No, like like a freight elevator. No, there's so there, there's an expensive parking lot that we were allowed to park in for one day when they were like blacktopping our shitty parking lot. Okay, that we park in, and I thought that elevator was one that like no one ever uses. So I was waiting for it. And do you ever like put your hands on both sides of a door? Like not that you're doing pushups, but you're like in that position. Yeah. So I was like leaning in doing that and the door opened and this Asian guy came out and he's like, ah! like he jumped like either that I was about to kiss him or kill him. <laughs> it looked like a full attack was coming or I was about to like, just like lick his lips. Yeah. Well, because the door, the door probably opened up. There's a six foot three, two hundred and sixty pound dude <laughs> with, a, with a black with a black hat and a Road Warriors Legion of Doom t shirt. <laughs> I, I would freak the hell out myself. <sighs> Completely normal reaction. I, I seem to have a lot of issues on elevators where for some reason I always think that I'm alone for longer than I am. And I'll still be like, um, you pull the trigger on my love gun, ding! And then as I'm singing Love Gun, the door opens, and everyone just la- they either laugh at me or look at me like I'm a loser. <laughs> I always see that the problem in the last place you and I worked at. There was an elevator, but there was like a mirror on the top. Oh, you'd be checking so yourself out, and then? I would check myself out, but then I would quickly notice that there was like a lady in there. She was really quick to like cover her top, and I'm like, oh, she probably thought I was looking at her boobs. Oh, I didn't even think about it. That would have been a good idea to do that. I, yeah, but I know, I was, I, you know, because you're like, I don't want to look at her. I don't want to keep looking at the numbers changing. I don't want to look at my shoes. So you kind of look up, and you're like, how do I look? And then all of a sudden you see them, like, giving me a dirty look while I'm covering their top. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. 
I'm not trying to look at tits everywhere I go. Man. You know what? What? Let me ask you this. What's up with the guys that always want to look at tits? Like, it's like they're doing anything with the tits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I am one of those guys, so. That's why, that's why, that's why I'm asking you. I really, what? I really do. Well, it, it, it's just kind of like, I, I do it now, and I find myself doing it like, like, like subconsciously. Like, I'm just walking down the street, and all of a sudden I'm looking at the girl's boobs, and I'm like, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> well, my, my eyes just, they just go right there. I don't know what it is. It's like in my DNA. It's not like I'm like, you know, walking over to them and like, with my hands out, like smacking nipples. It's just yeah. Like I look, I look at their face, and I just go right down, and I stop right there at the uh, at the eighth floor, and I don't look up or down after that. I mean, if like Penelope Pumpkins walks by with these like size, you know, seventy five G boobs, it's impossible not to look. But there's some yeah. guys that all they're ever doing is looking for just the slightest peak of cleavage or. Mid, what's the middle boob called? The the slit in between the any anything they could see. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, my 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 eyes do it. I look at all boobs. Tits. Yeah, man, tits. In, in my brain, I'm like, those are little boobs. Those are kind of fat. Those aren't bad. That's pretty good. Oh my god, I think I'm looking at my wife's mother. All right, side now. boobs, brother. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, the side the side boob is is an underrated area to look at. Well, a side boob, you basically see the whole boob. Pretty much. Because you get to see the top and bottom. See, that's that's it's the like, difference. It's like another peek into the window that you didn't even know was open. The only other thing where you get top and bottom is when you say extra mayo at Burger King, and they're like, top and bottom. Both sides the bun, top and bottom. And, put <laughs> mayonnaise. and you never feel like a bigger piece of shit than when you hear the lady yell back, extra mayonnaise. Put mayonnaise on both sides the bun, top and bottom. Have you ever had a sandwich where you just said to yourself after you're done, you go, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't ask for a, that one last scoop of mayonnaise. <laughs> yes, all the time. Really? Yeah. I was at Jersey Mike's yesterday, actually, and it had extra mayo. And for some reason, I said, hey, can I have some mayo? And he goes, there's packets right there. And I said, no, no, can I have the mayo that you put on the sandwiches? Like the real mayo. I don't want these garbage craft yeah. uh, single packets or whatever. Yeah, and it's always the single packets are always like labels you never heard of, and it's, you never know if that's the mayonnaise you like. Oh yeah, and it just says like mayonnaise, no brand, just a blue label, yeah. mayo. Oh okay, I'm gonna eat yeah. this shit. It doesn't even spell out mayonnaise; it just says mayo. What yeah, or it just what says it just has an M, and you're supposed to know it's mayonnaise. <laughs> and the bad part's clear, so you can kind of make out that it's the white one. <laughs> exactly. Are you watching the uh, Olympics? Some of it. Because I can't believe Michael Phelps already won three gold medals. Well, I've heard a lot of arguments about that. And to be honest, let's just make this clear about the Olympics. Uh, every event I can watch for three minutes, and it's kind of like the three studios. After those three minutes, I'm out. You're right. Exactly. Like, and, and that's about what they play now, right? They'll give you three oh, minutes of gymnastics, three minutes of beach but volleyball. It, 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 but even then, it's like too long. You're just like, all right, and now we wait ten more minutes for judges. Okay, and did you know that back in uh, Oklahoma, he uh, he had tractors. It's like the worst <laughs> baseball play-by-play you could do. And then they're like, "Oh, there it is." There I think is I, the battle he's been waiting for. I think I put this on Twitter that Michael Phelps is like Iowa. People only care about them every four years. It, that's totally true. Like the only other person that cares about Michael Phelps 
is Subway during the year when they're doing Subway commercials with Michael Phelps. And it has to say underneath Michael Phelps, U.S. Olympic swimmer, because no one would and even he know has it's to him. Walk around with like, and he has to have 20 gold medals on his neck, otherwise people would have want to acknowledge him. And he has to be wearing a swim cap so that you know he's yep. a swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> Just like when they I, – I remember they had um, – Subway did a commercial with some boxer I never heard of, but he had boxing gloves around his neck, so you knew he was a boxer. <laughs> That's how you know you picked the wrong person for the endorsement. When you and either have to put... Is, when the name is bigger on the television screen than the sandwich that they're endorsing, you <laughs> This is uh, Victor Santa La Cruz O'Neal uh, Pineda. And then underneath <laughs> it says, 39-0 uh, and 0 professional boxer. Oh, yeah, that, you, you, that, that was a great choice. Whoever does their marketing has to be the worst ever. First of all, they kept Jared around while he was a pedophile for many years, and then they just get athletes that no one's ever heard of. When your marketing campaign is Jared, and then we're just going to get every D-list athlete that there is. Hello, I'm Apollo Ono. What? Like, you're Subway with a budget of millions. You sure you can just get one more LeBron James to to torture your sandwich? Hi. I'm Dominique Dawes from the Olympic gymnastics team. And I like eating Subway sandwiches with cucumbers and cheese. Boy, that's a great endorsement. <laughs> what are those those little girls, too? They don't make any money. They probably get sexual harassed by all these perverted gym. Like, what kind of a man is a gymnastics coach? And it's always these old, it's always old-looking foreigner chubby guys. And, and it's like, and they, and they, and they and Every single one of them has the disclosure of Mike Ditka. Like they all have that angry, red face, staring at the girl. And even when they've done like the perfect performance, you can see them like chewing them out and like showing them like a clipboard of where they messed up the play. Yeah, <laughs> like they're so angry. But then they always, you always see them like sitting on their lap, like rubbing yeah. their head and neck. Like it's always really creepy and weird. And I've always said, at a girl who's like 14 years old, who's been training, you know, for a better part of their entire lives to be in there, what message does it send them when they lose? You know, it's like when you when you train for your whole time and you're perfecting these moves, and then you mess up in the Olympics and you get a bronze, and you got an old guy screaming at you, like, that'd be a really hard thing to, like, grow up with, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, that's your whole life. Your whole life, and you messed up because... You didn't stick the landing when you did, like, a 720 somersault in the air off the Olympic <laughs> It's okay, honey. It's okay. And then they're always, like, their hands always on their ass. Yep. And the girl's always oh, wearing. And they're always, and they're always like, like, holding them like a cheerleader. Isn't it weird, too, when there's, like, because most gymnastics girls are, what, like, 13 to, like, 16? When there's, like, yeah. that one 20-year-old, it's kind of like Watterson and Days and Confused. Like the one who's too old to be there. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Who's ready for this dismount, man? You can, you can always tell which one the 20-year-old is, because at that point her boobs have developed, and they're like, <laughs> and she can barely make the, uh, the the hit off that pummel horse thing. Yeah, and the ba- the back of her outfit looks like she has on like a straight jacket because there's so much, so much shit trying to pull her boobs tight. Ah, uh, totally, totally. Lock her in. She's 20 years old. Pull those those tits. Pull them back. Suck them in. You're too old. I can't contain these. Suck in those old tits. (laughs) And you know know that those perverts, the coaches, they don't like it when they get old either. 
Oh, no. She is no, too no, no. developed for me. She's And they're never Americans. They're always foreigners. Even the, the USA oh, coaches. She's too She's too developed for me. I can't work with her no more. If I see one pubic hair, you're cut. <laughs> they have to, the girls who are like of age, they have to like lie. They have to get Brazilian waxes and just say that like, oh, no, no, it hasn't grown in yet. Yeah, at every moment. No, I'm, I'm not old enough to have that yet. They're getting Brazilian waxes every other day. Because even if there's a sight, like he knows that there should be like just a speck. He accepts like a speckle of hair. That's no way. Hang on. That's been plucked. That has been plucked. It looks like your stubble. Explain. You should only have stubble. That's it. There should be nothing more than stubble at this point. But I'm, and they all, they all sound like this, even if they're 20 years old. They all have these little baby voices. Yep. Yeah, I'm so excited to win the, the bronze medal. But my coach said he's going to kill me because I didn't win the gold. <laughs> you are a failure. You are a failure to your country. You don't even deserve to wear the leotard you're wearing. This is kind of an old story now, but I love how the USA team stumbled into a brothel and they claimed they thought it was like a massage place. <laughs> or no, no, they, 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 they claim they thought it was a spa. In Rio de Janeiro, I would be, I, I, I don't understand at what part you walk into a place. Well, first of all, if you think you're walking into a church, isn't there like a clear sign like a cross on the top? Not like, <laughs> not like a hot like lingerie? Yeah. Like yeah, there's not a lineup when you walk into a, a, a spa, like a bunch of girls no. wearing bikinis and, and a menu that says like half and half, Neapolitan, straight sex, blowjob. When you're walking in and you're in the back of U.S. soldiers, you pretty much know it's not a church. <laughs> when that entire line is made up of like Navy SEALs, you went to the wrong place. There's one scumbag named DeMarcus Cousins, and and of course, you knew that he would find his way to a brothel. That guy looks like all he does is go to brothels. That guy looks like his house is a brothel. The other two guys he was with were DeMar DeRozan and DeAndre Jordan, who seem more like like stand-up individuals. But you know DeMarcus Cousins, he probably tricked them. He's like, yo, man. You all want to get our, our feet rubbed down for the game? Because we're feet going to be all jacked up, more to practice. And well, no, in, in DeMarcus Cousins' world, I'm sure the word church really is brothel. He's <laughs> probably like, yo, this is my house of work. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yo, let's all get our dick stuck now. <laughs> it was probably like three seconds. We're like, oh, shit, dog. This a brothel. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go get my dick sucked. I'll meet you outside. <laughs> no, I didn't say we were going to church. I was saying we were going to play for people to scream God's name. Y'all misunderstood. Yeah, y'all, 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 open your ears, motherfucker. <laughs> Dumbass mug. There's always that one guy who has to ruin everything. Like, even if you're at a bachelor party, the guy who, you know, goes in the bathroom and, and starts, like, eating the stripper's ass or something. Like, there's always, there's always that one that one thirsty individual. Like, I remember we had a bachelor party, and the one guy I knew, he kept, like, doing that thing with his tongue that Manny from Scarface did. <laughs> that thing? Yeah. And she's like, damn, yeah. your boy's horny as fuck. And then she wanted to leave. <laughs> well, those guys... 
I've noticed you can spot those people before the stripper even gets there. Because the whole day, even <laughs> before like you even start the drinking, all they're talking about is the adult entertainment. Oh yeah, is there gonna be a, there's gonna be a stripper, right? How many? How much entertainment? Like no, it's just like, hey, did they say what they're sending over? Is it a blonde? Is it a brunette? Are you getting more than one? You know, she does two things, and you're like, dude, I am more concentrating on making sure there's enough liquor here. Okay, but what's the beer here? Is it going to be a bouncer? Is it no bouncer? I mean, how's it yeah, work? they want all the information so they can plot how to try to like rape the stripper. Exactly. I want all the details. How much is it if I want three songs? Are three these girls songs. off back? Are they off back page? Are these back page girls? And, and if how they many, are, how many, how many songs do I get? Dude, no <laughs> it's just going to be a girl dancing. There's no music. Does she do half and halves? <laughs> like, what? What? Okay, so what do you mean? What do you mean? You don't know what I'm talking about? You know half and half. Yeah. How about the after set? Is she going to do an after set? Yeah. So, like, do we? So, if we pay for the bachelor, do we get our time with her too, or is she just here for him? <laughs> How much extra time do we get? Because I need, I need my own. I need at least a half an hour with her by myself. Is that going to cut into our? Our? our I don't want. The, and, what's the overall and time? Also, and they're also the same people. That won't buy any liquor because they want to save every single dollar for the stripper. No, they're the kind of people who get completely fucked up before they come. Yeah, they, they drink out in the parking lot. They're like, hey, do you want a beer? Like, no, nah, man, this is for Monique. I know she's coming. <laughs> Monique. You know, they're, they're, they're always like, they're, they're ready. Like, like they're, wearing, they're wearing, like, you know, Get tight sweatpants. I mean, they're wearing like a, like a a used up porn away Notre Dame. Team. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like whatever I can do to feel skin. Yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, like they're just wearing netting. Like you see white briefs and like net <laughs> netting over them. No, no, these are pants, man. Don't worry about it. And and they try. You know, they, it's all the shit they tried to get away with at the real strip club where the bouncer just kicks him out. They tried to yeah. get away with it at these private events. Oh yeah! Oh shit! Here we go. I'm gonna and get then, some friction going after, today. After the stripper shows up, and then you hear it go, "You can't do that." And then all of a sudden, the bouncer has to come out and go, "All right," because all you guys aren't listening. Here are the rules. Yeah. <laughs> like, here are the rules. I haven't even like opened the door for you guys yet. Let's go over the rules one more time. Yeah. Rule number one: No putting your hands in her ass. Yeah. Isn't it funny the rules aren't really that, like, the rules should be actually more rules. It shouldn't just be like, okay, here's the rules. You can't put a cucumber in my vagina and no fists in my ass. Yeah. And uh, no choking. Like, that's, shouldn't there be more rules than that? I think there's always, and that one guy is always like, oh, man, this sucks. I remember my boys back to party. We were able to do that. Yeah. Oh, you can't use cucumbers? Fuck. Uh, you got, you got, you got a bitch in the stripper. She's a bitch. She's a prude. Lesbian. Lesbian. <laughs> oh, the no fun. Oh, Abe. Oh, Abe brought these. Must be Abe strippers, right? The no fun strippers. Lesbian. I want strippers that'll suck my dick. Well, they get a. Pro- Why don't you get a prostitute then? I was gonna say that's what I never understood. Like, if they want to get blowjobs, just get a hooker. Yeah, I don't understand the. I mean, fifty bucks will get you a long way on. Uh, a lower whacker. <laughs> a lower whacker stripper. 
50 bucks will get you a long way. But, I mean, if you're one of these guys that's that backed up, why don't you save your money, ask around, get information, and get a legit, like, high-end escort? If it's going to cost you a little bit of money, wouldn't it be worth it to have a better experience? Or are they just yeah. worried about always just throwing a nut into anything they can? You and you won't have to worry about your boy, quote-unquote, cock-blocking. Oh, man, I almost got like, but aren't those guys the guys who are always talking about, like, no matter where they're at, like, they could be at a bar, and it always ends up they they hooked up with someone, and it just, it's completely made up, like, oh, uh, so I was hanging out with her at the bar, I'm like, oh, what happened then? Oh, then uh, I took her in the bathroom and fucked her, and uh, yeah, in the women's bathroom, it was awesome. But you know they're just making stuff up. And then you go, but wait, there was nobody in there? Well, there was, and we didn't do it right then and there. So what'd you do? Well, then we well, we left the bathroom. Then where'd you then go? Oh, uh, on the pool table. And then you... <laughs> I put her on the pool table. No one was in that room. And, you know, it only Rock took me out. three minutes to get my rocks off. Well, wait, that must have, that's kind of strange because I was playing pool with... Uh, with cartoon today. <laughs> and you know what I love doing too? I love asking liars questions later on. Because you know you know me, base, I have a really good memory. No, yeah, you grill. You're you you all of a sudden become like an FBI detective trying to hunt down who shot JFK. <laughs> and you will you will go, you will like PowerPoint and okay, so you said at eleven fifteen let's go back. Let's go back to hand on nipple. Yeah. I pull out a map. So you said at eleven fifteen you were having sex in the bathroom. But then now in our second interview, you said you were having sex in the bathroom at midnight. How, how why is there a forty five minute difference here? <laughs> but it, you know, it's not even that hard. Like liars, they don't mess up the times. They mess up the whole situation. I'll be like, Oh, oh yeah, yeah, uh you said you had sex in the bathroom. Yeah, uh, or I'll say, Hey, so you hooked up with that girl, right? Oh, yeah, uh, we had sex on the boat. <laughs> it's a completely different scene and everything. Like, a completely different location. Uh, oh, oh, you mean when I had sex on the boat? Yeah. Like, they they lie so much. They You'll, you'll know this with, with liars. They lie so much, they don't even remember lying. I know. And, and not just that, but they think that you remember that. They think that you don't remember any of those details. Yeah, but where and, I remember and, all the details, and then they get mad. Every single detail, like I've never seen before. I mean, I have a friend that used to lie so much, and I would I would question him sometimes. He'd be like, "Why the fuck are you asking so many questions?" Well, because you're lying. Because I know you're lying. Because <laughs> you know, usually when liars talk, people just say, "Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yep, cool, man." Well, no, but liars liars will end every sentence with, "And you know." <laughs> like, like your imagination of all the blanks. But if I actually did, I'd be like, hey, you won't believe what I just did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had this girl, and it was the weirdest experience. Next thing you know, it was me and her in a car, and she blew me out, and I was, I could not believe I, I got that one. Also, why is this the first time I'm hearing of it? Like, if you had sex with a girl on a pool table, wouldn't you have told me immediately? Not, <laughs> oh, yeah, two weeks ago, you know, I've talked to you every day in the last two weeks, but two weeks ago, uh, I had sex with a girl on a pool table. You wouldn't have brought that up at some point. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was on the beach 
uh, by myself, and these girls from a sorority were there, and they told me that uh, they wanted to play spin the bottle in the sand, and all the girls landed on me, so I had sex with all of them. <laughs> oh, cool, man. That's a great story. Then, like, three weeks later, yeah, oh, yeah, remember when you had sex with those sorority girls? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. That, no. that was me and the cheerleaders. That was a sorority girl. Oh, base. On my way in today, I have something else to add to the list of things you can't look cool doing. Okay. Doing a turning signal with your arm while riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I also have one. Wait, when you're in wait. A parking garage uh-huh. and some, some dickhead parks way too close to your car door. And you're trying to like slide. I was trying to slide out of your car. Like there is, you literally look like you're like about to get in line to do a limbo. It's the worst look. Or or trying to get into your car when they're parked too close. Yeah, in or out of it, but you're doing like the whole like, like you're scaling the top of a wall and like. There is, I mean, and then when you like, you like have to like take your your seatbelt off and you're like. Your hand is so daintily trying to make sure your door doesn't hit the other car, and the whole time you're like, motherfucker. <laughs> you're right. Damn that. I think getting out is way worse. I'm sorry, getting in is way worse, because at least getting oh, out. Yeah, yeah, because you, you have to pretty much start in that position. But when you, like, are getting out, and you're, like, in the seated position, and you got to get up with, like, your neck, like, pointed upwards, and you're like, I really hope there's no camera rolling. And then the guy with the, the turning signal with the arm. I mean, is that even necessary? Can't you just make the right turn and hope you don't get hurt, hit, get hit by a car? At this point, that is like an unspoken language. Like, I think a dead language like Aramaic. Even if you were to do, like, a left turn signal, I wouldn't even know what that meant. Yeah, like, I'm like, what's he doing? Why is he... Ma- oh, he's turning. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and in Chicago, they've taken up half of our streets for bikes. So yep. downtown, you don't even need to do that anymore because you're in your own lane. Unless you're doing it for other bike riders. Hey, move aside, asshole. I'm trying to paddle behind you. <laughs> and then I had a, I had a guy, so when, you know, when you get on a highway, it is typical that whoever's in the left lane or whatever lane that you're in, are supposed to either slow down to let you in or move over. So I got in front of a motorcycle, and it happened to be the exact same time I think he was, like, accelerating. So I did the whole wave, you know, my bad, and the guy continued to follow me, flipping me off. Wow. And I was like, all I got to do is slam my brakes, and you're no more. Yeah, exactly. Like, how, you're right. How well, do, what people, are we accomplishing here? Unless he has a gun in his little stupid ba- leather bag that he keeps on his bike. Even if he did, all I have to do is slam on the brakes as hard as I can, and that guy will go flying into Wisconsin. <laughs> you're right. But meanwhile, you were you were scared, right? You were scared trying to, instead of doing the right thing and, and hitting your brakes real fast, you were yeah. scared, right? Trying not just to stay away from it. Well, yeah, I, I didn't want, want to hit the guy. I mean, he's sitting there flipping me off. And you're all, he's basically like, you're saying, like, what if this guy's nuts? I'm like, wait, all i got to do is slam on my brakes, and he's no more. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to follow that guy and steal everything out of his little leather bag? Well, no, I do want to I want to try tailgating him the way he tailgated me and see what happens. He'd probably just hit. He did his. It's a little different than a guy riding on his motorcycle with no helmet, and one arm is freed up to give me the bird. I mean, come on. And you know that guy revs up his engine at every stop sign. Oh yeah, yeah. 
They do that downtown. Like oh, it, it, it sounds so loud in between all those buildings. It's such a pain in the ass. It's really pathetic. They're wearing like leather vests and stuff. And especially now that I have a child, there is nothing worse than putting them to sleep and hearing these guys revving their bikes. And you're like, can't you do that somewhere else? You know what's a good thing about your son, DJ, is that you actually gave him, his name is Daniel Levy, right? That's his full name. Yeah. You actually gave him a normal name. All these kids yeah. being born, oh, this is my daughter, um, you know. Uh, Cypress. Cypress, yeah. <laughs> This and, is, and a lot of people, they're like, like what did you name your kid? I'm like, oh, DJ Daniel. like, oh, that's so simple. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry I'm not making my kid an asshole. I, I know your kid is, is more important than everyone else, but you don't yeah. have to. Keep in mind, sure, it makes you feel good to give them some stupid name like Cypress or Pharaoh or some other stupid name. Oh, this is my son, Shrub. <laughs> oh, no, no, Shrub. Yeah, Shrub Levy. Shrub. Shrub. Look at this David. That's a nice Jewish name. Oh, you don't know anyone named Sh- oh, Sh- oh no 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 Sh- oh no he's original he's like like even like if you go to someone like Apple went uh, Gwyneth Peltro and Chris Martin's kid Apple yeah. uh, Northwest Saint I mean I know you think it's cool to give them these stupid names but now that kid has to live with the name Shrub. Well, uh, not only that, but with all these people having normal names, I'm afraid my son's going to get made fun of just because, like, oh, you have a simple name like. Dan. Yeah, Dan. What kind who's of stupid name, name is that? Whose name? Whose name is Dan? But <laughs> butcher, butcher. Check out this kid's name. It's Dan. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a totally original name like Shrub Pussy. Oh, there's Dan Levy Junior. Pussy. <laughs> hey, butcher, butcher. Check his name out. <laughs> Cypress, kick his ass, man. <laughs> but luckily, we still live in a world where. Where that's not the case. So can you imagine yeah. uh, Michael, Patrick, Daniel, uh, Shrub? Are you here, Shrub? Here, yeah. yeah. Here. Oh shit! Is it wait, Shrub? What's your name? Shrub. Shrub. My uh, my asshole parents named me Shrub. <laughs> I mean, it was hard. No, like I don't now. At this point, my name is fine. Abe Abraham. It's a fine name. But when I was a little kid. Being named Abraham, that wasn't fun. It was no but fun that, for me. But, but, that's a, but that is still a normal name. It's just yeah. not used as much as it once was. But, but I'm just saying, like, even a name like that. So can you imagine being named Shrub? Oh, my God, no. Oh, uh, my parents were assholes, so they named me Shrub. Just so, just so they could be cool with their douchebag friends. Oh, this is our son, Shrub. Oh, that's so original! You'll never hear. Oh my another god, one. I've never heard that name before, Shrub. And you, de- and you never will. You never will. <laughs> I was noticing that on Facebook. Like all these people I know are having these kids. Oh, this is our son, Ruler. Yeah. And his brother, and his, and his brother, Stapler. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, what, yeah, you, oh, oh, you have a problem with his name, Stapler? You don't like the name Stapler for a kid? Oh, what's your name, Dan? <laughs> nice name. <laughs> Dan, oh, that's so original. How many kids you know named Stapler? Dan anymore. <laughs> Only pussies are named Dan. <laughs> you know what's another thing I noticed on Facebook? It seems like anytime a hot girl has any issue, everyone on Facebook is so concerned about it. Like, 
oh, I'm just having a rough day, and you have like 47 guys, shouldn't be that rough with a beautiful face like that. Oh, my God. But then when an ugly or a heavy set girl has a problem, there's no comments. There's one like by her cousin, and then her mom just says in the comments, honey, please call me. Yeah. That's the difference. The hot girl, though, it's like everyone. Hey, babe. And, all, and they start off everyone by going, I normally don't post these. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I normally I, don't I, post like this. You post like this every day. It's always a naked picture of them saying, I'm feeling blue today. <laughs> like yeah. It's either a picture of their boobs, their ass, half naked, laying on a bed, looking very seductive. Oh, I hate when I wake up looking this shitty. Babe, if that's you looking shitty, then marry me now. You're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, LOL. Base, I, I want to wrap it up on this really quick. Did you see that Apple is taking credit for saying that they pay um, minorities and men and women equal amounts of money now? I have not. They're taking credit. They're saying like it's a big deal. Meanwhile, the people who make iPhones are like nine-year-old kids getting like 47 cents a week. In China. So they only care about people in the United States. Oh, everything's fair. Minorities, men, women. Oh, of course, except for the poor kids who are dying making the iPhones. <laughs> so fuck those kids. Well, I don't know. It's true. Men or women, boy or girl, they're all making 49 cents. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and in China, too. Not a penny less, not a penny more. Yep, no one's making more than 49 cents a week. But all right, base, well, we'll holler next week. Later. Peace. Thank you, Abe. For all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.